I really, I want to go see Miss Saigon, first oh, of all. Okay. It, it Already an opinion. <laughs> I was just going to say, it is not a comedy. For no. those of you that thought it was a comedy, it is not a thought comedy. No. I didn't think it was a comedy, but we watched it, and the first thing I said when I stood up was like, that's not a comedy. And everyone around me were just like, what? did you? Could you not tell from the poster with like the Vietnam setting and the helicopters and like chain link and barbed wire? Like maybe this isn't going to be funny. I knew it wasn't going to be funny. I just thought yeah. it was funny to say that and have everyone else go, yeah. "What is this girl smoking?" <laughs> it was, but it was so much fun, and it made me realize that I miss going to the theater mm-hmm. and like seeing plays and whatnot. Yeah. And I live in L.A. Yeah, like. Yes, I can go to the Pantages and see some amazing, yeah, you know, world-renowned actors and some really good productions. But I also could spend like $8,000 doing those things. Yeah. Um, so I was trying to figure out what a theater that I could get season tickets to that would get me out and see lots of just different plays and like support a small theater that would be between L.A. Those theaters are going to have good actors too. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pasadena has a lot of good theaters uh, around. Really? Yeah, they do. They have two. I can't remember the names right now, so forgive me on this. But they're like two major theaters. And one of them, I believe, does a lot of work with ASL. So they'll do signing slash speaking shows. Ooh. Well, they'll actually sign. And they did one once that I remember was so, I heard was so funny and that their actors were signing in British sign language. To have an accent? Yeah, so it was an accent. So their sign language had an accent. And I'm like, that's adorable. <laughs> it's, just, okay. it's not adorable, but it was such a neat idea. So, uh, side note, have you ever seen the sign language interpreters at Disneyland? Yeah, they're Do amazing. They're, I'm just like, y'all are phenomenal. Like, I y'all are Bella. so into it. It was so, I went yeah. up to them and said, thank you so much. Like, I did not need yeah. the interpreting, but the fact that you're putting all your heart oh, and yeah. emotions into it and making it just as good as the performance. I would it's like it includes them and it's just it was like yeah. I love it. I love it. There used to be a group there called Billy Hill and the Hillbillies at Disneyland and we'd always go to the interpreter show because they would always perform the auctioneer song just to make the interpreter have to interpret as fast as possible. And it was amazing to watch. Like they would just be going so fast and everybody had a great time and laughing and like they would talk yeah. back and forth. But it, they're brilliant. So they have um, a group there that does a lot of those. And Pasadena has the main, like, I think it's called the Pasadena Play or the Playhouse in Pasadena. They do a lot of new and older productions that are great. Burbank has the Falcon, which is the old, it's not the old Gary Marshall. It was Gary Marshall's theater. Okay. And he does a lot of small shows and and pretty big names will come there and do like a small run. Um, I used to volunteer there. It's a wonderful place. It's how I met Gary Marshall. I was volunteering. And he thanks me for- he directed a league um no he's penny marshall's brother and she directed a league of their own he directed like um princess diaries oh and he's like a big comedic you if you saw him you would know him and you would know his work probably maybe um, not who knows i'm bad with names so i guess those would be the closest to you I, I the falcon know. the falcons in burbank falcon and then playhouse in pasadena, pasadena playhouse um and then there's one in glendale but i don't think that place I can't remember what it's called. The Alex. Maybe maybe the Alex. I don't know. They bring in a lot of small groups to perform. Like, that's where they do the whole, like, women's barbershop quartets. <laughs> like, but that'd be every cool year. just to experience yeah. some of these things that are around and then get me out of the house with a yeah. friend. Like, it would be so much fun. So they do a lot of smaller and things like that. Thousand Oaks has one of the biggest production houses, and they do huge productions. Um, How far is Thousand Oaks? It's a bit of a drive. And then for super small theaters... 
This is a bit of a drive, but I adore this theater. I volunteer there. I've driven from Chatsworth to this theater to volunteer, but the Maverick in Fullerton is one of my favorites. And every year I go see, this will be year 14, that I've seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martians there. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? I had a nightmare that I forgot to buy the tickets and they had sold out. <laughs> like that's how that's how important this show is to us at this point. Wow. And, and we the have kids go with you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it every year. Um, we have a routine. We go to Rutabaggers in Fullerton, which is like it's quasi vegan. Like they have vegan and vegetarian dishes, but then they also serve beef. So it's not a fully vegan restaurant. But I always get their bean burrito because it's as big as my head <gasps> and it's delicious. Your head's not that big, but <gasps> It's, it's still pretty bad. <laughs> if you said it's as big as Jackson's head, I'd be like, uh-huh. nah, it's kind of small. That's a pretty, it's a giant burrito. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I thought it's, that was fun. <laughs> it's so good. Their salsa, their guacamole is fresh made, and like their carrot juice is just wonderful. So I eat, we eat there every year, and then we go like for lunch-ish, and then we go see the show, um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, and then afterwards, like my parents, it'll just be my dad this year, they go off to do their, you know, home, and we'll take the kids to downtown Disney for the evening and get a late dinner at downtown Disney with the kids. And then you can watch fireworks from downtown Disney. And you know what? What's great is that's like enough Disney for them. Because I can buy them a churro from downtown Disney. They're yeah. perfectly satisfied with that. And they just love being around like the theme park. So it's it's a nice evening and it's pretty cheap because you can get the parking for free if you're there only for a few hours and get a validation. And you eat, you're going to have dinner anyway. Yeah. And the dinner actually isn't as expensive as you anticipate it. I mean, it's a basic dinner out. Yeah. It's not like it's yeah. $40 a plate. But this theater, so, okay, here's my I theory. I kind of want to go with you to see this show. It's, Am I, I will allowed? T- you're allowed, but I will, you have to buy your own tickets. Because one year I bought 20 tickets, and then nobody but my family showed up. And I Ooh. ate, like, 15 tickets. And How they're much not are the tickets? cheap. They're not cheap. They're like 20-some bucks a ticket. So I was pretty peed. I'll just probably meet the girls and have Chris stay with Jackson. Um, it's very funny. The the it's a little interactive. So the here's the thing behind it. They used to do it pretty straightforward for the first few years, and then things started happening that sort of became part of the storyline. So it'll be interesting for you to see it because to me everything makes sense because I've seen it for 14 years, but okay. I see all these callbacks from like a year before. Or other things that have happened. Like one year when we went, they have, um, they used to have three aliens, three of the villainous alien psychics, and now they have two. But like, it's always, oh man, I can't remember their names. But like one of them always has like a weird name that's pretty plain. And like they went and he was like, who are you? Because it had been the same guy for 10 years. And then like this year, it was a different guy. And the guy who's playing the usual one, he's like, who are you? And he goes, I'm so-and-so. And he goes, let me see a, a program. And he takes my dad's program. And he's like, oh. And like the last the guy actor playing it was obviously Jewish. And he's like, I shall call you Jumar. And it was just like, what? <laughs> and so for the rest of the run, that character was called Jumar. And just, it was bizarre. So there's all these little jokes that like pop in or they'll refer to other actors who've played the role for years. Like it's really weird. And I love it. And I think that between this, so in October, they begin their big three shows. I truly believe these are the big three shows because they sell out. Each of the shows sell out within 24 hours. Like October 31st, I believe they go on sale November 1st. I will be online checking everything, refreshing the page for the ticket thing to pop up because I'm almost always the first ticket sold. 
because I'm waiting. Like, then what's but, the first one? This slot? <clears throat> first slaws? one? No, the first one that comes out is um, Night of the Living Dead, which is again like a kind of quasi comedy horror thing. Like they make it very funny. Okay. And that one sells out in 24. I've never seen it. I feel like I should go see it one of these years, but I've never seen it. Sells you out. You and Bobby should do it as a date. I should, but I just, I don't like Night of the Living Dead. But the second one I've always wanted to see, and that one's the newer one, but it's Plan 9 from Outer Space. And again, it's supposed to be very funny. Like, okay. these are all these bad movies. Like, even Night of the Living Dead is not that great of a movie. So there are all these, like, bad B movies that they're making even funnier. Is that what version. I know that title from? Night of the Living Dead's a movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. one of their shticks, though they've kind of moved away from it a little bit in recent years, was always that they do show, um, they either do interpretations of movies or things that have become movies, you know, or movies that have been turned into plays and musicals like they did Legally Blonde. So that was always kind of their thing for a long time. It was like okay. movies related somehow to movies. So those three shows sell out in under 24 hours for each show. Oh, wow. Like they're gone. So I'm just like, refresh, refresh, refresh. So when did the Santa Claus one goes on sale? Uh, I think it's November 1st this year. Okay. And we'll be buying the second week in December. If you want, I will buy the tickets for you at the time. And so I need the date so I can put in the calendar and make sure. I'll look. Because Chris will be buying tickets for the Nutcracker with Vandy again. Oh, gotcha. He really wants to make that their thing that they do every single year. And then I was like, you got to get a cooler one than going ice skating (laughs) with Lexi. Although Lexi wants the whole family to go ice skating. So we may do that this year. But then he has to take her on a date or something. That was at their birthday present. Oh, nice. That they go on this daddy Little date. daddy. That's fun. Yeah. So I have to make sure I know the date so that Chris doesn't buy tickets for the same night. Tickets for the same night of the other we'll one. We'll be bringing Jackson. <laughs> That'll be an experience. But this Ooh, show is. Hopefully Lobo will be better by then. <laughs> and then we can bring him to be the service dog for Jackson so he doesn't run around. It's a very weird show. I really want to go see it. I I want to go to this place with you. I want to experience like a Heather Christmas. Like I want to like not necessarily a Christmas, but I want to experience a Heather tradition. From Rutabagers on? Are you going to go all the way to Disney? Maybe. Or we go to Disney anyway. Like yeah, You'll be going into the park. We'll be like, we're poor. We don't have (laughs) (laughs) passes. See ya. Thanks for the good day. We're going to go ride Space Mountain. Uh, But yeah, we just, it's fun. And then we walk around the stores they use at Disney and I often buy them something. Like I'll buy them a pin or like a blind bag. They like the little Lego blind bags or something. That's one my year. birthday present for them. Is I usually take them to Disneyland and they get one toy yeah. from there. That's under $25. Yeah. If you go in the Lego. Well, our kids all love Legos. Even Bella likes putting them together. Though she doesn't like keeping them really. Which I get. I totally get. She just likes building them. But that Lego store has a really good clearance section. Really? Like if you find it. And like one year they all wanted the little blockheads. And they were like four bucks each. I'm like, great. You can each buy one blockhead that you want from this section and this section mm-hmm. only. But they were happy with it. The girls aren't into following directions to make it. They're yeah. into making their own things. Sure, sure. Which sure. I'm like, that's yeah. fine. I don't really care. So they make their own things. Yeah. They have plenty, though. So, yeah, that's my. I recommend the theater. I love the theater. I, I wish I could go more. Maybe we'll just do Pasadena Playhouse. That seems like a big one, right? They, and they do a lot of kid-friendly ones. And they do a lot of adult ones. And they do new works. And they do old works. They have a really good blend there. And it's a very professional place. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to shit now on Maverick because I love Maverick. But Maverick is obviously a very small theater. Yeah. And part of the charm of Maverick is that they don't have big sets or big, you know, special effects in their show. It's very silly and, you know, homemade. They did a King Kong that was very serious. It wasn't a comedy. But, like, 
their King Kong actor was in one side of on their, their there's a second theater to their place that they don't use often, but he was actually performing in there and they were just projecting him live onto the thing. So, you know, their lack of money creates a, an abundance of creativity. Which one should I do then? I, I mean, don't do I Maverick because it's far. Just come with me for Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. But Pasadena is probably your best. Probably our best bet. Mm -hmm. The only one I know of is the colony in Burbank, but I don't even know what they do there. They probably, I don't know. They do a bunch of stuff, I'm sure. I think I've heard about it. Oh, the colony? They do a lot of family-friendly and a lot of big musicals and stuff. But I think Pasadena probably is going to be our best bet to be like a... Yeah, they're close by. They're close by, probably decent stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Okay, I want to look into that. Robin, when you're listening, make sure you tell me to look into this. Or better yet, just listen into it yourself <laughs> and then tell me what we need. I owe you for the tickets. Gotcha. Okay? Sounds great. Tune in every week to the Mother Effin Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>